0: Welcome to The Interesting Podcast, episode number 210. This episode is with the talented ray of sunshine known as Sarah Cravens. So I took an auditioning class with her a while back, and she was so great, I just had to get to know her better. And let me tell you, she is a blast. In this episode, we talk about her growing up playing basketball, her musical comedy duo Sarah and Andrew, working on the Young and the Restless, booking her first game, which was a little game called uh, Halo might have heard of it, her audition for Skids in Big City Greens, singing in a slaughter cover band, her deep love of Lionel Richie, and so much more. So buckle up and put your helmets on for a good time, friends. Without further ado, let's jump into this. Please enjoy this episode of The Interesting Podcast number 210 with Sarah Cravens. Theme song time.
1: Doing? I'm
0: good. How's the view from cloud nine Grizzlies edition?
1: Oh my God, I'm dying. Right? I, I, I'm like, I, I like I'm a super fan. So yeah. I'm like, I, I'm nervous because I'm like, I am like, I'm a super fan. I watch all their games. And so I'm like, I, I don't know how I'm gonna function and yeah. do my job when I'm <laughs> like, you know, Uh, uh, definitely going to be, uh, uh, just in awe the whole time, but I'm, I'm so stoked and, and I, I, so, so lucky. Oh my God.
0: That's one of those gigs where you're like, I have to say yes. But then as soon as you do, you're like,
1: what have I done? Oh, I know. I know. And I just was like, you know, I, it, it being able to, I think that, that that's the thing of like being able to, to, um, like meld. My yeah. two loves, like literally, like I, I, I played basketball as a kid, but I, I never, uh, grew like, uh, uh you know tall sure <laughs> so, <laughs> I, never grew,
0: uh, I, I never grew period
1: i never grew period while i was very good in fourth grade um it, you know i played through high school but like i i wasn't you, you know I, I didn't grow anymore so uh sure it so but i've been a lifelong basketball fan and so then getting to like mc for my favorite nba team and what? Now- Oh my god! Coming together like my love of voiceover and my love of the Grizzlies, and I just, oh, I can't, I can't deal with it. Yeah,
0: what is your life? These are one of I those moments.
1: <laughs> I don't know, but I'm so. Because
0: <laughs> you're you're from you're from Tennessee. What part?
1: Yeah, so I'm from Cookville, um, which is uh about an hour outside of Nashville,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: so so Memphis we're I'm middle Tennessee. Memphis is West Tennessee. Um, but you know, we, I, you know how it is when you're, you're from a place like those are your teams. You're diehard. Right. That's your, those are your people and you, you support them. And, uh, yeah, we didn't, um, when did we get, so they were, they were, we didn't even have an NBA team. Um, when I was a kid, like we, we got the Grizzlies, um, see what year did the Grizzlies move to Memphis yeah 2001 so like wow literally not until like my whole childhood we you know I I uh (laughs) but because I'm so young uh I I graduated (laughs) high school in 2001 and so then you know we didn't have an NBA team till then and so it was so exciting for us and then it was just like okay these are our guys
0: this is it I just found the reason I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk to you as well, because outside of myself and my brother, I don't think I know anyone else who grew up playing in trash cans for fun.
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, welcome to the club. Like right. It's a, it's a wonderful club of us that, um, oh, yeah, my right? brother and I, uh, we would get like, I, like come on this is this is the stuff where i'm like man we do need to take screens away from people yeah. because we, <laughs> you know we were just like we had to fill the days and so it would be like you know a hot summer day in tennessee and we'd go out and we'd like you know turn the hose on mm-hmm. and like fill up the trash can yeah you know that and that would be it we'd play in trash cans so uh yeah good good times in a
0: i like to call them personal pools
1: you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you each get your
0: own it's not hot if you give it time it will get hot but uh you know that it's creativity that's what you do
1: i know i i that makes me sad for for kids growing up now you know yeah. like uh, uh i i feel like there's it's still there. I'm not saying there's no creativity. That's not right. They <laughs> Kids are, kids are creative, but I think there's a special kind of creativity that comes from like being bored, Agreed. you know? <laughs> and, yeah. and we were so, we were so bored and it was like, we didn't have computers or, 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 you know, cell phones or whatever. And so we, you know, that's when we would, build stupid stuff in the backyard and get in trash cans. Yeah. You know.
0: <laughs> They're right there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I, it's one of the, I, I call it the hidden gift of poverty. <laughs> oh, <right>. and Imagination.
1: <laughs> and that is the other thing too. I'm like, I, I really, whenever I like, you know, talk to high schoolers or do panels or anything, I'm mm-hmm. like, y'all, I... We did not have money. Like I, yep. I did not, and and it's one of the biggest like blessings because we, I didn't know we didn't have money, right? I, I didn't, I didn't know. Like we were, you know, I, I'm very, uh, uh. My parents are the coolest and greatest people. Yeah, and like we didn't know. We, I mean, we always we always had food we always had a place to live so I'm I'm very thankful but you know we didn't have extra we didn't go on vacations we didn't do you know fancy stuff ever yeah Um, and it was awesome because it was like I feel like you get this what did you what did you call I love how you said that like poverty gives you such an imagination like yes it It really does and then you're like you know um, well equipped to handle whatever situation comes along because you're like, Oh, well, I'm not used to doing things in yeah. a luxurious way. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I still get uncomfortable if there's more than one fork. I was like, I don't I'm not the guy. Just oh, no, just, I- just point.
1: I just don't know. I don't. And then, oh, the other thing, like with play setting, like, you know, where you're like, oh, uncomfortable with one fork. I'm uncomfortable when they take it away after a course and like bring another one. I'm like, I can use the same fork oh, for the yeah. whole meal. No need to do extra dishes. I I can, I promise you it's not going to gross me out to use the same fork that I just ate a salad with yep. to eat the main course. Like, one. And then I can also eat the dessert with it. I don't, I don't need to right? switch them out.
0: It Don't still need- works.
1: Yeah, totally <laughs> works. I like talk the, the the remaining food from the other part. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. And it, I find that also, if you grow up without, if if you can grow as a human being from it, obviously, uh, yeah. you have this like built-in gratitude for like everything.
1: Because you're like,
0: oh, I'm not hungry right now.
1: Yeah. But I know
0: what it's like to be. This food tastes amazing. It's a, it's a nice perspective
1: oh, I I love it I think it's you know um I I I don't I I I would love for our country to get to a place where like we we uh we even out this extreme wealth and extreme poverty as yeah. extremes in any any uh direction uh do not serve anyone. Agreed. Um, yeah. And I just think, you know, if you if we all just had enough to 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 live and and eat and and learn like everyone would be so much happier. Like right? just, all the excess is doesn't make people happier. It really doesn't.
0: It's true. It's true.
1: And that's what you learn from trash cans. <laughs> <I> know, <yeah.
0: laughs> when you write a book, Sarah, wisdom from trash cans.
1: Oh, thank you! I'm here. Oh, I'm here for you. Thank you so much. I appreciate <laughs> it. That is so much. I really, I really do like it. Um, right? It's, it's pretty. Good. <laughs> it's <pretty> man. <streaming. laughs>
0: so what? What kind of stuff were you into growing up? You said you played basketball.
1: I played basketball. Um, I was really into summer camp. I loved. It. I loved summer camp. Um, and it was one of those like. Uh, you know where it was like a week long um mm-hmm. but uh and it was split up into two different weeks um like there was like nine weeks of the summer and I would try to go as many weeks as I possibly could cool. um, and so I had my like summer camp besties um who i would you know all of us lived in different like cities in tennessee so we didn't you know it's not like we went to school together and we didn't see each other the whole year but we'd see each other every summer and like no joke uh there are a handful of my summer camp friends that i am still like so close to to cool. this day. um because you know you you really when when you're and it you know back then again like we didn't we didn't have cell phones. So it was like, you know, it's a bunch of kids out, out in the wilderness together. Um, just like figuring out stuff to do every day. And yeah. so you, you really get you, you, you have good hangout time with people, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cause we're not all like looking at our phones all the time. So yeah, those are like, special special people i i love my my mid-south summer camp crew so much
0: yeah that's so cool and like yeah. ba- barely supervised children that's where the good stuff is oh yeah you know that's oh, when yeah. you're like i'm in the woods and i don't know where i'm at perfect
1: Yeah. And you know, like we were, so. I think about it now and I'm like, man, we were such good kids. Like we were, (laughs) you know, like we would, we would make up stupid, we'd make up stupid songs and we'd make up stupid skits and we'd, you know, do stuff to make each other laugh or, and, and, uh, you know, again, so weird. I never thought I'd be at the point to talk about things and be like back in my day, you know, (laughs) (laughs) in the old internet days before. in the pre-internet um but you know we had we had those we had cameras that you'd have to develop the film mm-hmm. and so it was just the best to like do something in a picture and then you know it's not weeks later that like someone's <laughs> gonna see it and then you're like ha, ha got him, you know
0: right. um, you boob <laughs>
2: yeah
1: it was like we were just i i just we were the most wholesome group of people, and I I feel like we all uh finally developed our comedy skills back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better to do.
0: <laughs> I love that we we had a rule where it was like my my parents were very like just just don't come home with the cops. That's yeah. it. Like you can disappear. Just just come home when the lights turn off or turn on, and then that's those those are the rules. It's yeah, like, I love things. it. And I'm like. That was a crime for sure. Should not have done that. But hey, statute of limitations, baby.
1: You didn't come home with the cops. We'll see. Now, I, I never had that rule um, because my dad was a cop. So I oh. always was <laughs> at home with the cop. Every like
0: day everywhere. of my life
1: was home with a cop.
0: <laughs> you had the built-in meter to already be wholesome because you knew oh. what would happen if you weren't.
1: For sure, it it's so. Uh, I man, I yeah. My parents are the coolest people in the world, but they really were lucky with me too because, like, you know, there's all like the stories of like cops' kids or preachers' kids like completely Mm -hmm. rebel, and I was so like I'm such a rule follower. Are you? like oh we're not supposed to do that of course we couldn't do that like no i was such a good kid (laughs) i was so i i wanted to but i i think my definitely my thing is like i was you know i always wanted to be like teacher's pet i was always like i I wanted to be recognized for how good I was. Sure. <laughs> so maybe I had ulterior motives for from all this, But I yeah, no, I never I did not get in trouble at
0: all. That's so funny. My my mother-in-law says a similar thing about my wife because she's so strong-willed. She's like, Thank yes. God you were a good kid. Because if you weren't, I couldn't stop you. Right?
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, your wife and I sound very, very similar. Yeah. Because, yeah. It's <laughs> like you're, we were going to do what we were going to do. Uh huh. What we wanted to do was goodness. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> it's best for the world. It's like, yeah. man, if that was the villain of the story, we're all in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you mentioned that you have, Uh, that's kind of where you're building up your comedy skills because I may be very familiar with Sarah and Andrew. What? I may have listened to every song you guys put out
1: oh man what year was that oh. uh
0: it was a while back
1: <laughs> oh, forever ago oh that's adorable okay so and, oh that takes me back oh uh, yeah
0: we're going in Sarah
1: <laughs> we're going in I love this so yeah I I don't uh yeah everyone we didn't prep any of this I don't know what I didn't know. <laughs> i didn't know what we were talking about all of this is just a show (laughs) um uh no i love i love that so uh andrew is my best friend andrew we grew up in cookville together and then um when we graduated uh Andrew came to Nashville. I went to LA. Eventually Andrew came to LA too. But at the time that we were doing, um, Sarah and Andrew, a- Andrew was, uh, doing, he was a musician in Nashville. Um, I was doing comedy in LA and, um, do you, do you know, uh, do you remember the postal service? Oh um, yes. Not like USPS. Like yeah, the band. band.
0: Such <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. so great I- heights. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, oh yeah 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 so we were like well let's do a let's do a postal service kind of thing so we we did that whole project was like me in LA and Andrew in Nashville and then when we finished all of it um like I came to Nashville and did a couple of shows and Andrew came out to LA and did a few shows um and then uh Andrew eventually moved out to l a too. um, so that was and, and it was just fun because we had, you know, this was like we we became best friends when we were twelve. um, and so it was just so fun to do something as adults together that, um, you know, y- you're you're hanging out doing stupid stuff with your best friend anyway, so you might as well like, you might as well record it and let it live on the <laughs> internet forever. Right. As a
0: podcaster, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun. Whose idea was it? I, I
1: don't know. I don't, I, I mean, both of ours. I, I think like maybe we always, I, I can't actually remember. I need to ask Andrew if he does. Um, but I think it just came about because, yeah, I was like in, I was at the Groundlings at the time um cool. and so I was writing all these comedy show like characters and whatever and um Andrew was like you know touring as a musician and we were like well let's put this stuff together so that we can we can do something fun together um and yeah I think that's how it came about and and they I don't I don't know what our Oh, I know, I know one of our first songs was, uh, this, cause I was a nanny at the time and Andrew, Andrew was touring and we were talking about how, like, um, there's a song like that we wrote one of our first ones called shark attack. Uh-huh. Because we were like, um, cause like nannies or, or like babysitters when you, um, when you babysit for anybody, like the first thing you do when, when the, the like parents leave is like, you go through their cabinet to see what kids <laughs> they have. Um, right. That's like, just, that's what you do. That's part of it. And, um, so I know we were talking about that one day and he was like, no way. He was like, musicians do the same thing. Cause they're all, you know uh, when you're, when, when you're starting out and you you don't have a ton of money, then you know you're driving to all your shows and and you're usually like staying with people there and and they're starving because we're all like, you know young and poor and mm-hmm. um so it made us laugh so hard that we were like musicians and babysitters do the same thing. So we wrote a song about um uh how we eat the snacks of the people's houses we're staying at. Um, <laughs> And it was beautiful because when we did, um, we we did a show. Uh, uh, one of the shows we did in LA, um, the uh, the parents of of the kid oh, I used no. to nanny came to the show, and they loved it. They were like, <laughs> "We love that one," and they were they were so cool. They were like, "Of course we know that." They were like, "We always like stocked the pantry because like we knew you and the boys would just like, you know." go go crazy with the snacks when we were gone. Uh and they were like, that's part of it, you know? Like <laughs> you provide the snacks. So it was that was really fun that they were they were so supportive of knowing that I raided their pantry hardcore.
0: That's hilarious. They're like we, we need to get the extra bag. Sarah's babysitting. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah Fa- right? Family size, family size. We
1: got it. They they <laughs> had to make Costco <laughs> trips before before I came over and, and babysat. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, you got some good ones. I, I, I have my favorites. Do you? Oh, have any, do you have any favorites to? What are your favorite songs to play? And then I'll tell you my favorites.
1: Um. Okay. Uh, our favorite songs. Uh. Okay. So my one of our favorite well we did we we had a few covers that we played too and we that uh-huh. uh, i loved we we always played uh an amy grant song which oh. i just loved because in the middle <laughs> of like a comedy show then we just start playing amy grant and everyone's so confused uh, <laughs> but that uh, we played good for me um amy grant um i think uh, i did love um i, I love shark attack um a great one uh oh i i think um another one we we wrote and i don't know this is kind of stuff where i'm like oh man i I need to go back and listen to these songs (laughs) how how stuff changes in like the 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 world and like what's appropriate to say oh uh, sure (laughs) so whatever but but there is one that i did i did love playing um and it was like we we uh I, I have said on many occasions, like I wish, like Andrew and I both have been like, man, we'd be, we wish we were gay. Like we would yeah. just be <laughs> so good at it. We'd be so good. And like, I think women are the coolest people in the world. And I'm like, man, right. I, you know, I was born this way. I'm like, bummed, <laughs> I was born straight. you know. Um, so we wrote a song about how we would be really good gays. Um, yeah, it's a good and, one yeah and so that was like one of my favorite ones to play um because it was like uh uh it it, it was a is a love song to like our our good friends when I first moved to LA um the like the raddest group of Los Angeles lesbians just kind of like took me under their wing and like that cool. they were like my best friends and took such good care of me and I was just like, man, I like I loved them so much and I was like, well, this proves it if I, if I <laughs> any shred of me that wasn't straight, like I am around the coolest women, like the, the most baller females in the world. Yeah. And I was like, so bummed because I was like <laughs> it, it really, it really solidifies the fact that I am straight. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: <laughs> right? Like God, just <laughs> seem so fun. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Yeah. I I always wonder that with musicians because you play songs over and over and over. And you know, you hear stories about like I hate this song now because I played it so many times. But your music is so funny. It's like it's (laughs) it's real flight of the concords.
1: Oh, thank you. We love flight of the concords. Thank you. It's so funny
0: and so specific that like if you know it's gonna be extra funny. But even if you don't, it's it's still absurd to where it's hilarious.
1: Oh, thank you. We we appreciate that. That's that was that was our intention for Damn, sure. Well,
0: you did it correctly. Well done. I <laughs> I really like farmers market.
1: Oh, we hot dads and hot yeah. moms. It's oh, so that
0: funny. Too. That like going oh, yeah. to a farmer's market to look at hot dads and hot moms. I was like, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Craigslist crapper, you can't beat.
1: Oh, oh, that was enough. Oh, that's probably one of my favorite ones yeah. to Yeah. <laughs> It was there was this like Craigslist post that we found about um where somebody like gambled on a fart. Yeah. Um <laughs> as we all and have. It, <laughs> and it made us laugh so hard. <laughs> um and oh, this is a great story. I I I'm just now like this is how much I wasn't prepared for all this right. I'm like remembering this stuff. So yeah. that was Andrew and I had a show booked and, um, we, that was not one of our songs at all. Like we didn't have it. So we were, um, we were hanging out that day, um, before our show and, and saw the, um, somebody, one of our friends like sent us the, the, the Craigslist post. And we were (laughs) like cry laughing when we read it. And so then we were like, how can we make this a part of our show? Um, like, how do we do this? It's not a song. And uh, so Andrew had just written this. He had written this other like chorus for for something for like a song we hadn't written. Like he'd written the music for it, mm-hmm. and he was like, um, "Well, what if we try to like right now, like <laughs> make that like let's let's sing." The chorus of this or like a couple lines of it and then just he was like I'll just like play music and you just read it and so anyway so we do that and and it this is like a couple hours before our show um and and we play it and and I swear every time we did that song live like I could not get through it I was laughing so hard (laughs) stupid Craigslist post but um yeah that's how that one that's how that one came to be that it was like a couple hours before a show and we were like we gotta do something with this because if we're laughing this hard we gotta share it with the world yeah.
0: <laughs> I have my message <laughs> that's amazing I love that the music was already there we're like I guess we could plug this in
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was it was like something else he was working on and he was like, "Let me play this." And I was like, "Okay, uh play that." And and then I was like, "Let me just try to sing along with it to a couple of these lines." And then we were like, "Okay, let's do it." Let's do it and if it's terrible, who cares? It's 3 minutes out of someone's life, who cares, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, so I love it. That That's so was good. Fun. <laughs> like that I like bullying won't amount to anything.
1: Oh, it's, a yeah. good anthem. it's a good anthem I like that one thank you I I can't remember why we wrote that we were probably pissed we heard some bully yeah. story. <laughs> right. um, but yeah um oh I love that one too
0: solid solid your Christmas single also solid very accurate <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get for Christmas fat oh. that's what they got <laughs>
1: so, that was okay so we Andrew and I came back to to Cookville one year for Christmas um and there was a um there's like a restaurant and bar in in town ta- and and it's a really really small town mm-hmm. um and we were like we were like oh let's let's try to play there so like they they let us um and uh we played that song and no one thought it was funny <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> we played it at christmas time in our hometown, and
2: oh, no. no one thought it
1: was. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but then we played it in L.A. and like it killed. Sure, um, but I'm sure they were like, "You jerks wrote this about us, right?" <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, no, it's a
0: funny song. It's a funny song not around here it ain't. Like,
1: oh, oh, no. <laughs> no. But you know, I think you have to have those those things too. Like, you yes. know. How we're, about how like you're, um, you know, you 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 grow up with like m- not money and like you just mm-hmm. learn how to get by. I think the same way. Like if you if every time you did a show it killed. Like I I I I don't know. I, that doesn't build character. Like right, bomb, bombing with somebody yeah. is okay. All right, well, uh, that's that's it. We we did that. We did it together. <laughs> pivot pivot. <laughs> And yeah, I know. We were like, let's switch to to a really happy, upbeat song that has nothing to do with our hometown. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: There's this is Craigslist ad I saw recently. You're like, oh, okay, got it, got it. Got
1: yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, let's let's bring him back. Everybody loves a fart joke, <laughs> right? <laughs> and if you
0: don't, you're no friend of mine. I'll tell you that much.
1: Oh. Uh, absolutely not. I can't get down with people who don't think farts are funny
0: there's that. there's an old thing. it's like people that what is it? People that don't find farts funny are extra sad because they live in the world with the same amount of farts but less laughter.
1: yes that,
0: yeah, you know that's the meditation <laughs> I want to take you know?
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's your that's the um that's the calming uh yeah, exactly.
0: I just need Matthew McConaughey to I, say it back to me
1: yes
0: you know (laughs) all right here comes a fart (laughs)
2: how
0: how was it shooting a music video for the real netflix and chill song because it's hilarious but it's a music video now
1: dude that's our that that's that's probably my favorite song to play yeah Um, it's real fun that one was so fun um that was the best we um we rented a studio um Cool. We we had written it for um there was a there was a show that um I was doing at the time in L. A. Um I think it was called Stupid Songs.
0: Solid title. It was
1: great. It was all these like re- really great um really really fantastic comedians that like we had all met at the um groundlings but everybody like came from singing backgrounds and so it was all all you know it was like a compilation of all these stupid songs that everybody had written it was so funny and like such a talented group of people but um we uh Andrew and I wrote it for that show and the the song was so fun and catchy and and you know um poppy that we um, yeah. We rented a studio. We got a, um, we had a choreographer, like dude. nice choreography. We, uh, you know, the whole shebang we, yeah, I think a neighbor at the time was like uh, like a filmmaker. And he was like, I love you guys' stuff. Do you want to shoot something? Like it was just this really cool collaborative thing um, cool. with the- this crew and um yeah i was like that that shoot i was like see this is this is why people get into like um entertainment because mm-hmm. you're, you're like if every if every project i ever do can be me like having fun with my best friend like that yeah. like what else <laughs> what else is there man yeah. that's the dream it also too like made us um we because it was i mean it was just it it was us and so um uh our our buddies who were shooting it were just fantastic and uh but Andrew and I were the ones kind of wrangling everybody like the hair and makeup and the choreographer and all the the sure
2: friends
1: we had that were in the shoot with us and all that. And we were just like it just solidified that, that you don't um you know, all the horror stories that you hear about like these sets being so mean or like mm-hmm. uh, really toxic we were like they don't have to be like we, <laughs> we uh managed to have a really good time and be kind to everybody and like we paid everybody like out of our own pocket because we were just like we just wanted to do it yeah and so it was just yeah it's just solidified that you're like you don't have to you don't have to be awful right you know <laughs>
0: like yeah
1: you're allowed to run things in a really positive, supportive way,
0: dude. I remember having that epiphany, and it made me so angry. I was like, "Wait a second, being an asshole is a choice every time."
1: <gasps> what that yeah. makes it so much worse. <laughs> I know, I know, and and it was, you know, there was like, it, there's always the I feel like, you know, making excuses for it of like, well, it's the it's the stress and it's this uh-huh. and and it's like, no, it's still a choice. To, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, yeah. You really don't have to, you know, we had right. never done this before and we didn't know anything and uh yeah it was stressful but um you know everybody had so much fun.
0: That's so cool. That comes through in the video. It looks like a blast.
1: Oh, good. Yeah, and then um oh, yeah, our 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 guys that um that that edited it were just amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It just looked really really great.
0: It did. I enjoyed it.
1: Well, thank you. I'm so glad you found it. That's
0: so <laughs> fun. <laughs> I did. So so you're doing music. You meet Andrew in middle school. When did the interest in acting start?
1: Oh, always. Um, yeah. I yeah, I always I mean I did children's theater and stuff, like yeah. in my hometown. So I was I was always interested in um in theater. Um, but I was that I would say like as a kid it mm-hmm. was secondary like I I loved basketball and that was like my like my thing that was yeah. like pretty um but then you know in the in, in the off season when I wasn't playing basketball then I was always in the play that that the you know children's theater was doing um until uh my senior year of high school um which was so crazy and I don't know uh, this is, this is another one of those that, that definitely goes to where you were saying about your wife, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and myself being like so strong-willed, um, my senior year of high school, which is like arguably when people, you know, if you have played basketball your whole life, like that's like, that's the year, you know, yeah. um, I, uh, had played from the time I was like seven years old up until, um, you know, 17 Wow, and senior year, I just was like, ah, I'm not gonna play this year <laughs> <Like I> just, <laughs> the beginning of the, the beginning of the school year um so the day the day that like basketball tryouts, and if you'd been on the team forever, it was like you still had to go to tryouts, but you were like, you know, definitely gonna be on the team, sure um uh so the day basketball tryouts, my senior year was the same day. As um like tryouts for the like the school play
0: ah um, decisions and I I
1: yeah I wasn't like uh, what like high school musical back then I didn't do both um sure I, <laughs> I didn't show up to basketball tryouts and um and I like the coach was like where like where is Cravens where you know whatever um, sure. I'm around you know down the hall in the theater um and it was like oh no, this wasn't a mistake. I didn't mess the days up. Like, I don't, I'm not going to play this year. Like, I'm not, I, because I, you know, uh, again, it was like, I'm not, I'm not getting any taller. Sure. <laughs> and, and like I'm not going to play basketball in college and I'm not, and, and to be quite honest, I probably wasn't going to play uh uh, my senior year because there were uh, there were freshmen that were taller than me and like really good you know just like I I think like in real time it it was like realizing that like oh this thing that you love like your body's not shaped for
2: it vertically challenged
1: (laughs) yeah and I and and it was just like you know, and and but it was very it I, I didn't I didn't quit basketball in like a huff or anything. It was it was a like a conscious decision of like, you know, these other people are so good at this thing and I love this game so much, but I just know it's not my thing. Like it's not it's not gonna be. And so I really like this other thing. So let me go and I um yeah, and so I I uh uh, audition for the play, and I got the stepmother and Cinderella, and it was like one nice. of the most fun that I had ever had on stage. I bet, yeah. And so it was so it was the right, it was definitely the right move, but it was a weird, it was a really weird transition, I think, for everyone in my life because they were like, Wait, you quit your senior year? What. <laughs>
0: Right before the last lap, the basketball girl isn't playing basketball. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, You're like no. But no, I I didn't, and and uh, I mean, I uh, then I, I still went to all the games and I cheered them on. Like I loved, I loved the game. I just like you know, I wasn't. I just knew I I would have more fun being in a play than like sitting on the bench. You know, if I was gonna sure. sit on the. I might as well go do something else and then just come and watch the games and not go to practice, you know?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Way less pressure.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's probably when it switched that I like to, um, acting, um, outside of, I I still always loved sports. I still always consumed sports, but I just, that was kind of where my player career ended.
0: (laughs) You looked at the length of your arms and legs and was like, all right, let's pivot.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, can, uh, I can stand on a stage and people can see me, but uh, right. I don't know how much I can shoot over these other uh, awesome female basketball players.
0: Right. I mean, I think in hindsight, you made the right choice. You're doing all right. I think so. And that full circle moment, now you're emceeing over the people who went on to play. Oh my God, what is this, Sarah? What's happening? I-
1: come on look what? how you brought it back around i know and so so it's so dreamy because it's like yeah it's that it's it's you don't have to stop loving the things that you love just sure. because you're not you know you you can pivot and and arguably now like yeah i was never even if i tried to force it like i was never going to have a like a playing basketball career but I pivoted to something that I love so much and like voiceover has been such a wonderful career to me and now I get to come back around to where it all started and like I still love this game so much but but now I actually get to do something where I get to walk in and be like you know what I am like I'm excellent at this like I yeah. am I, I am an expert in my field in this there and now are. I get to into a space that is like I love this game and I get to be a part of the game in a way that I'm at my best you know yeah yeah
0: man stuff like that you're like all right universe I see what you're doing there's yeah. this there's, there's something yeah. extra work in here
1: it's uh, for sure for I sure love that so yeah I'm I'm I, I love yeah I think um this is this is what you get from wholesome kids I always like try to turn like be like oh, yeah. what's something in this but you know I think <laughs> this is why it's so uh, like awful that we put so much pressure on like high school kids to know what they're gonna do for the rest of their life because oh, yeah <laughs> you know like oh how yeah you, how do you possibly know like everything that I was doing in high school is, is not even close to what I do now. And if I had of, you know, if I'd have made myself stick to this thing of like, you know, who I was in high school, I wouldn't have been able to grow into the like, really awesome human that I love now that I am, you know? yeah, I made myself be continue just to be who i was in high school you know
0: totally that's the that's the objective i, th- I think is like every five years you should be a different person for the better yes. you know
1: yes yeah yeah oh what a yeah that is the goal
0: you know it's like if you're the same person 20 years outside of high school you're like oh you haven't changed at all i'm like oh no uh, yeah <laughs> <What? right. laughs> You're supposed like, to. The point is, oh you're supposed no. to. <laughs>
1: uh, I messed up somewhere. <laughs> right. You had twenty years of life and nothing changed. <laughs> right. Yeah. Then you're really doing something wrong. Oh um, my god.
0: How long out of high school did you move to L.A.?
1: Um. So I went to college at uh, four years after I I went to UT. Um, nice. University of Tennessee, and I graduated from there. Um, and I moved to LA as soon as I graduated college. So, um, uh, and, and I think that, um, I don't know. Again, like say, saying, like people have to know what they're gonna do in college. Like at, at the University of Tennessee, like I didn't know voiceover was a job. Like sure. I didn't, you know, I didn't go to school for that. But I, I think that you know what I. What I learned there, nothing the that I learned there, like applies to like my job, <laughs> except, sure. except for I went to like a really big state school that, um, you know, I, I, I learned how to be around a bunch of different kinds of people and a bunch of different groups and yeah. learned, learned how to talk to and socialize and, and get along with a whole bunch of different people that I think like I may not. I probably wouldn't have gotten that experience at like a um like a, a you know a fancy drama school or something because sure everyone is like very similar um or or more so because you're all going there for the same reason right
0: right way more focused as well like we're here yeah. to train and do this as opposed to like college
1: <laughs> fun yeah <laughs> and it was like and and I think um you know looking back on it now, I, I was really bummed uh, again. Like we didn't have, I, I i don't come for money. Like we didn't have money to mm-hmm. um, send me to, to a fancy drama school, which is
2: absolutely <laughs> what way- <laughs> <great.
1: laughs> right? I tip my hat. Right? Um but we, so we didn't have the money to do that. And, and, you know, at the time I was really bummed because, you know, I can't change that. Like that's, that's no kid's fault. Like you can't. Um, And I, I, you know, had uh, being in state and scholarships, like I, I could go to state school, you know? Um, yeah. And so it really wasn't my choice to go there, but now I'm like, man, it's another one of those things where like everything did work out the way it was supposed to, because I, I loved, I loved college and I loved, um, I, I loved my experience there. And I love that it wasn't focused on acting. It, yeah. it was It was being, it was being a kid and going to football games and like doing stupid stuff with your friends. <laughs> you know? And, and, and then, and so then when it was like, I moved to LA and like, I was a, a professional actor, I just felt like I, my being able to tap into the reality of, of the existence of, of a real person Mm -hmm. experiencing these, like I had all those experiences, right. I wasn't like in class, like from a script, like learning, Oh, this is what it would be like at a college party. Like I did, I had all those, you know? So yeah, I think that's like what, um, even though it wasn't my ch- like i i would have preferred to go to a fancy acting school but um you know going to state school ended up being one of the best experiences of my life and i think why i do have an acting career now crazy
0: yeah you you've got all that life underneath you oh yeah you know that's the thing that like you really need like i saw a thing recently where killian murphy was talking about christopher nolan says it takes 30 years to make an actor and the reason being is you have to have a life that you've lived that you can then draw on in your work. And it adds no. an, a whole four levels of depth to it because you've experienced it right. as opposed to it just being in your head. Like, I think this is how you would shotgun a beer. You're like, no, no, no. Excuse me. <laughs> Give me that key. <laughs> right.
1: No, I I believe it. I think that like there's a um there's a confidence in, in making choices when you've been there of yeah. like, I'm not trying to play at this thing because this is how it really is. This is how, you know, so there's this this really beautiful like natural connection versus like trying to do this thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That being said, how was it working <laughs> on The Young and the Restless? Because soaps fascinate me because they're the Olympics of acting.
1: Oh man. You know what? I loved it so much. Yeah. It was I'm so well. I I'm so I'm so like type A. I'm so rule follower. I actually love the pace. Um, and I I love how um, just on they are just so on schedule. Yeah. Um, I I loved it. Um, I, I it was a voiceover role that I had. I I I played this nurse, but it was like she was always like on the phone with people. Sure, <laughs> uh, but. But I got to go i I got to go to set and like I did it there because mm-hmm. it it was like it because that's the pacing, right? It's not they're not gonna let me record and plug it in later. They're like, no, we're we we plug and play as we go, you know, yeah,
0: we're doing um, this,
1: yeah. And so it was like it was just so uh, oh, I thought it was awesome, and I have so much respect for like soap actors because like same. You have to show up, and you—you you just have to nail it every time. Like you just—there's w- not this whole—um—which—which which I also understand, and I love the process of like creating something. Like that's super fun too. Uh-huh. Like
2: the,
1: the team and the director. You know creating this character that's that's really awesome there's just not time for that in soaps so you show up with your thing and like you don't mess up the lines you don't mess up anything because you're doing one maybe two takes and they're moving on you God. know <laughs> um Rushing. yeah oh yeah it is and so um oh i loved it i was like oh i could definitely um i i wanted her to be on there like you know yeah per- <laughs> tons of episodes. Cause I was like, I love this. I, you know, show up, she gets, you know, I, I do one, maybe two takes of, of every line, every scene that I'm in and then you're out. And so I'm like, man, I show up at like 9.00 AM. I, you know, I don't have to get in hair and makeup. So I'm like, I stroll in there and, and, and there for like maybe an hour. And then I peace for the rest of the day. It's awesome. Dude. Um, yeah. I love soaps.
0: I bet. And its I imagine that there's a similar thing in the brain with sports to soaps because there is that competitive sort of drive you have to have to be like, it's game time right now. Let's do this quickly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Scratches that same itch.
1: It's uh, uh, yeah, it's impressive. It's really impressive. It's, you know, the other thing, too, that that um I think like theater kids, um, where you're growing up and doing plays that like um that adrenaline and that high you get from the live, like this this is it. You don't, you know, yeah. uh, that where it doesn't really um I, I don't I don't get that same type of like, oh I, I love voiceover. I think it's the best. Um but it's it's not, you know, if you mess up, you you re record you do another take. Right. It's not feel, you know? <laughs> sure. Um so I, I think that was another reason that I loved soaps is is that it was you you get I got that same high from like okay it's gay. I can't mess this up this is like you know if yeah. you do it's moving on and and you've you've messed up and every that that's what it is um but yeah it's that it's that live theater um uh, adrenaline that I was you know didn't realize that I had missed.
0: Dude. Did you see anyone do like a uh, curse to ruin a take? No. That's no. like Do you know about that? Uh-uh. That's that's like an old like soap trick where, cause they move so quickly that if they messed up a line or they weren't happy with the read, they'd just be like, I don't want to go over here. Shit. Cause they can't use that take. And they would get <laughs> another take.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. No, right? I, I, all I saw was perfection. Like they, Oof. I, I never saw anyone mess up anything. It was what? it was really it was amazing. Um I, I yeah, I I genuinely like I said I left that being so impressed with soap actors.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. How long before you started working in games? Cuz you've done a few.
1: Uh years. Years. It was it it took me a while. I I worked in commercials um Oh, okay.
0: Different sure. style of acting.
1: Um, I I love them. I they still might be like one of my favorite. That's not song. Really, my like on so, camera commercials. I lo- oh yeah, I did that. That was like I started out doing on camera commercials, and then sure. then I then voiceover commercials got busy. Um, and then yeah, it was I was doing voiceover for years before I booked my first game. Um, it was like uh. Yeah, I, I was auditioning for games for a long time before I ever booked my first one uh, sure. to, the point, to the point that I was just like, I'm never going to book a game. And I got <laughs> I, I have such a deep voice that people are like, oh, you'd be so great in games. And I would just get so mad. I'd be like, <laughs> stop telling me that, like, I never book them. I read for them <laughs> all the time and I never book, and I'm never gonna book one, so just stop. Like, like you know, when things cease to be a compliment because it just, like, digs so yep. deep. No, like, I'm trying. <laughs> I would love to, they just don't want me right now, you
0: know? <laughs> Tell your friends.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: what was your first game, do you remember?
1: Halo. Holy
0: oh, yeah. shit, that was your yeah. first one?
1: ember absolutely that's my very first game that's
0: why it took so long you had to build up that universal credit you know like all right lots of no's lots of no's but this yes is going to be worth all the no's
1: it was awesome and then it was um i uh, this this is something this is like how fast like the video game world works because it was like years and years and years of auditioning and i had never um booked anything and then i booked halo um and I went into that recording session. Um, and when I got out of that recording session, I was on three other games. Like, no no joke. It was a game. Halo hey, at Warner Brothers was doing the game. And they, after that session, they put me on the other games that they were working on. It was awesome. Dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What,
0: a, what a slingshot.
1: It, it, oh, yeah. It's awesome. And it was like, You know, and, and the whole time I I don't even, you know, I, I don't know how I'm doing. I've never, I've never done a game session before. So I'm just sitting there like trying not to like lose it, you know, (laughs) Um, but, but I, um, I like got out of the session and the director um, who is now a a very good friend of mine. um, And I've worked with her on, on so many games since then, but, but she came out of the session and she was like, great job. Um, She was like, I just want to let you know um, you'll never not work again and I was like well, hell yeah what uh and you know in my head I'm like wait hold on the not you know I'm just seeing like <laughs> what? did I hear this right what do you mean double negative uh uh, uh. yeah right <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like oh okay uh thank you um can can I ask you what because I was like listen I'll be honest this is my first session ever like I don't like first video game session ever I, I don't I don't really know what I did. And and I was like, <laughs> can you can you let me know? And and she uh she said she said you you showed up on time and you were great to work with. And I, nice. and I like my mouth dropped open and I said, That's the bar? <laughs> That's the bar. <laughs> you just have to be punctual and be great to work with. And she was like, you'd be surprised you would be. Um, And I, and and then she was like, and you have a deep voice. And so you sound, you know, you can sound commanding without your voice getting too high pitched." So she's like, you're great for games in in that way. But really the main thing is like, we want to work with people who are good people. Yeah. And yeah. And so, so then uh, I, I, on on numerous projects since then i've worked with her uh and uh warner brothers also on numerous projects since then so it's like a um but i i i love that about video games is it it is a very like um it's a it's a tight community so when oh yeah you're when when you do get in and then you're like you know there's that director and and the studio so then you're like okay so that studio knows you for all of the rest of their projects that director knows you for all the rest of their projects if there's a you know person that was working at the studio that then you know eventually becomes a director well then they know you for all of their projects so it really just like snowballs out of just like getting to know people and I think if you um you know have a reputation of, of being someone who is pleasant to work with right? and, and doing your job well, you know, but I, totally. I think that like it's, um, there people can train and, and, and become mm-hmm. great actors. And so I think like, really, it seems like doing your job well seems less important than the, the other of like, just being a good human and being someone who is not a jerk to work yeah. with. Yeah.
2: Wow.
0: <laughs> That's nuts. Halo's the first one. I like that a lot, actually. Big picture the fact that you auditioned for years and then you get Halo. Cause if I remember correctly, it was like Halo, Arkham Knight, and Star Wars Uprising all came out in the same year.
1: Yeah. And so all of those, I, I was, I didn't do all the sessions in the same week, but, uh-huh. um, but, uh, Star Wars, um, and Batman, and then like, uh, um, There was a a Lego game that didn't come out till, till later, but all of those, uh, all of those bookings came from the Halo session. Um, Dude. They they all were just from like, I, the team met me and then, um, yeah, I mean, crazy. Wow. (laughs) And then that, that same director from Halo is like who, um, I did Injustice with when I was Power Girl. Yeah. and then when I was recording Power Girl, they were writing Mortal Kombat and they were writing they were writing Frost. And then they told me after, you know, and it's years between these games, right? Yeah. And when I end up booking Mortal Kombat, then they told me, they were like, well, we were writing this while you were recording Power Girl. And so we kind of had you in our heads while we were, Hell while yeah. we were writing Frost. And it's like, it it's that's the kind of stuff where i just am like to to like actors that it it's that's the hardest part because you really don't know what's happening like behind the scenes everywhere like there's yeah. no i had no idea that that while i was working on this one thing there was going to be another like huge project with a huge character that they were already thinking of me because they don't tell you that stuff right and right. so there, you know, that's the kind of thing when, when you're just like, you feel like you're banging your head against the wall and you're like, I don't know what else to do to like, get this going. I don't know what else I can do. It It's like, everything that you are doing does matter. You just don't, you don't know it yet. Like you don't, you you don't have all of this stuff and there is something that it's like, wow, that like a recording session from five years ago is the reason that you've got this project, you know? Um, I think that's like one of the hardest things about being an actor is that you have to, you you have to work really hard to, um, mentally (laughs) mentally. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you, you, you have to keep a healthy, um, uh, mental space. Um, by yourself. There, there's not other people. There's not other. It, you know, it's great when when you're working on stuff, but when you're not, it you you really just it doesn't benefit you to like beat yourself up because, you know, I I I, I could probably look back at those years now like between uh in in injustice and 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 mortal combat when i didn't know this this big character was being thought of for me where i'm sure i had like weeks and months and times that i was just like i don't know maybe i should just give it you know like (laughs) i I don't know i i you know i'm i'm doing everything i can and i'm not you know i'm just not breaking through like uh, uh you just you just don't you just don't ever know like uh, where your your work is is being noticed, you know?
0: Right. And that's why it's so important to be doing the work on your own. And like, you know, luck really is preparation meets opportunity. Yeah. So if you're not preparing, the opportunity shows up. If you get that audition, but you're not ready for it, you're not going to get the job. And if you get the job and you don't do a good job, that it, it work begets work. Exactly. You know, but you have to show up and you have to train and do the things. I love that.
1: Do your do your own stuff like you don't have to you don't have to wait for somebody to pay you to be creative yeah you
0: know?
1: like like this whole I, I I love I had no idea if I I really could have like thought um of a you know, a hundred things you'd have brought up. I never would have thought it. Sarah <laughs> would have been part of it. And I love it because, uh, I, this is yeah, what I do, it's, Sarah. <laughs> it's a good, well, it's fantastic, but it's like, that makes me so happy. Cause that was just a fun thing that my best friend and I did. And I like, that's the kind of stuff that, that matters. Like that's the kind of stuff that No one was paying us to do that, but it was like, we were, we were being creative. We were like flexing a muscle. We were practicing. We were, we were writing. We were, you know, it it just, we were keeping ourselves busy in a creative space when, and that, and that's what, that's what it is to be an actor and a creative of any sense of like, you don't sit around and wait for somebody to pay you. You're a creative. So you Go be creative. And then when they pay you, it's awesome.
0: (laughs) Totally agreed. And those are my favorite kind of people are the ones that also make their own stuff. Cause I'm like, okay, you have that fire in you. Cause so many actors can fall into that trap of like, oh, well, if I get an agent, then I can take it easy. Or, you know, I'll wait for the auditions to come in. It's like, listen, good things come to those who wait, but only what's left over from those who hustle. That's the yeah. rule of the world, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> no, it is. It it really is. And you're, you're, all of that stuff ends up, I think, mattering more. And then you're going to get, then you're going to get an agent that really understands you more because they, they, have more of your voice and they they get you and then and then they know how to pitch you because you're you know you're not just saying like oh I'm eager and I want to do this they they have all this stuff that you've created that they're like okay this is her vibe and this is what <laughs> she's, like, and this is why she's right for this you know yeah yeah
0: when you're when you're working in games because I know you also worked on one of my top two favorite animes of all time one punch man oh yeah incredible how was uh, dubbing
1: Oh, it's so, uh, I love it. Um, it's another one of those things where like, I think industry-wise it's a, um, you're paid so much less. Like the dubbing rate is really awful. Super low. Yeah. Uh, it's super low. Um, I don't think that's indicative of the work at all. Um, I actually think dubbing is harder than, uh, original animation. I think because... so too. Yeah because not only so original animation yeah you're creating a character and you're you're having attitudes and emotions and and feeling and connection well dubbing you're having to do all of that stuff but you're also having to fit it in 2.3 seconds oh. and and there's no there's no getting around it you're it's not that like you okay you can just go a little bit longer right like so we have a lot more um i think like Freedom in delivery in in original animation, sure. Because you pacing wise, you just can't like it, it's got to fit within the the time, right? The mouth is moving. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, I love dubbing. I think it's real fun. I, I think for people that are um like musicians or musically inclined, like dubbing's really great because because we hear everything in music, we hear everything in time. You know. Yeah. So, um, oh yeah, it was great. It was great. I, I, I love it. I, I, I did, oh, I, I did a, uh, that, that one came because of this other anime, Erased, that I did that is just oh, yeah. a mystery. Um, I love that. But yeah, it's, it's all of those. It, it's really, like, you, yeah, you meet people working on a project and then they know you and then the, this other thing comes along and they're like, oh, I think she'd be great for this, right? You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Nature of the game. Yeah. You talked about like, you're knowing your vibe. Yes. And And uh, listen, I think Big City Greens is one of the best cartoons in the last decade. Oh, so good. And I feel like it fits your vibe, Sarah.
1: <laughs> <gasps> Thank you. I do too. I, it's totally my vibe when that, um, uh, when when that uh, audition came through, I I don't know where we had been, but I was I was somehow we were coming back from the airport and I was with Kari Walgren, who is like legend artist, um in voiceover. But we were together and I had gotten this um, audition And I was like, Kari had parked at my house or something. So we were coming back to, to my house from the airport. And I was like, Hey, sit in here with me. Let me just, let me just record this. I want someone else's ear on it because I, you know, she was like this, like Southern trashy biker chick. And I was like, I, I. I feel like I should do this. character.
0: <laughs> I know so this I, woman personally. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was like, I, I feel, I feel like this character is, is me. And, and so I just want some other ears on it because I want to make sure I'm sending in something, you know, that I, I'm not missing anything, whatever. Um, so, so yeah, Kari's with me when I like record that. And I remember her, um, uh, like, I don't know, it was five or six lines or something. And she was like, okay, well, yeah, that's you. Great. Uh, And then she had, I don't even remember what the line was, but she had a really great idea for one of them. She was like, oh, you know, this line in the middle, what if what if this was happening when you said that? And it made us laugh so hard. And then I recorded it again with like, and I don't even remember what the note was, but I remember she said something of like, you know, cause you get it, you get these disjointed like Mm -hmm. lines. Random, that, that yeah that yeah. that don't have any context or anything. And I just remember when she was like, "What if this was happening when you said that?" And I was like, "Yes." So I recorded that. <laughs> and then I was like, "Okay, well, what would I like? Is there anything else? What do I do?" And she was like, "No, that like that's it. Just send it right now." Um. And so that was really fun. That this like uh we we just happened to be together and and I you know uh got some really fun collaborative feedback but from from you know a, a phenomenal woman oh my God. Um, one
0: of the best who ever do it
1: oh absolutely and and so I think that like yeah like this um I, I have found the people that are the most successful um really really like are are so open to to feedback because it's it's not about because we don't see feedback as being like you're saying my idea is bad. It's like right. how great can this be? Like yeah. here's my idea. And if you have another, you know, I I Jin Hale is another one that oh, is just I she, adore her. She's she is a legend and yeah. she's she is uh you know the the best at what she does mm-hmm. and, and like she will it blows my mind she'll call me and she'll be like hey i'm just not feeling this thing today like get get (laughs) on here and direct me and i'm like what What?" (laughs) but she's she is so she's like jaw-droppingly amazing at what she does yeah but but she's so also like so open to feedback that I'll be like, I don't know, this this might be funny, and she's like, Yeah, yeah, okay. Has <laughs> it again, and it's just like, you know, I, I she doesn't she doesn't need anyone's help. She's the best. Like, yeah, not need anyone's help, and and that story it was like Kari was helping me, but it's like nobody, you know, it it's you know what you're doing, but it's just fun to collaborate with people, and you make it better. So I think that's like you know uh uh like don't ever be too cool to like take notes and be like oh okay let me try that you know
0: sure well i mean you bring up being too cool and you bring up kari walgren i gotta talk about slaughter
1: oh man! come on
0: now how did that happen speaking of cool my god
1: the coolest man. Uh that that happened because Kari is a mega fan of slaughter.
0: Um, <laughs> perfect.
1: She, yeah, she's a mega fan and she was like one day she was like, I really like wanna do a show where I sing slaughter songs. Like uh and I think it'd be really cool if it was like an all all female version of slaughter. And yeah. I was like well, uh I listened <laughs> to uh Lionel Richie. So you're gonna have to tell me what that is because right. I don't
2: know what Lauder is.
1: Right. Um, and then so she played it for me and I was like, oh yikes, not my music. Um and, uh, but I was like, but so not my, not my style of music, but I was like, I love you and yeah, whatever you need.
0: Um right or die. And-
1: yeah and so then so what was crazy about slaughter is that or slot her her yes um was we it, it really was this thing that car just wanted to sing slaughter songs and she wanted to do like an all-female band and so so we got a band together um i i had a friend who uh played guitar um and uh he uh, she he has since transitioned so at the time she had mm-hmm. reached out to a bunch of other uh, but but now uh he was the band leader and got all the other musicians and nice. then um Kari called me and Mary Elizabeth mcglynn and was like I want to do this thing will y'all be my backup singers and we were like yeah girl <laughs> <laughs> you well. Um and so we yeah we would like uh carrie would rent a little like rehearsal space in north hollywood and we we would go over there and we would we would sing and practice with the band and then um we just it it legit was just supposed to be it was just a fun thing carrie wanted to do so we didn't we didn't even tell people about it. We, we texted like a, a handful of our friends and we're just like, Hey, come to the federal, which just now it's great restaurant performance space in LA. And, and just uh within the last couple months, it's like closing. Um, So mm. that's really good. But we, anyway, we, we told like, we're come, come over. Like this is a silly thing. We're going to, um, uh, we're, we're going to sing these slaughter songs. It's going to be great. We've been, you know, whatever, but we didn't, you know, um, we didn't post anything about it. We didn't, we, we, we didn't promote it at all. Um, we just texted a few of our friends. Um, well, uh, the weirdest thing that none of us could have ever expected is that like, you know, you tell a couple for it, it really was one of those things where you're like, no way. Like, uh, the couple friends we told, like, were, you know, like, told a couple people, oh, I'm going to this thing, like, sure. and Mary are singing, like, oh, okay, we'll come to whatever we show up to the thing. And, and there's a line around the outside, <laughs> like, standing calmly. it was fully packed. And I, I'm, I promise you, like, it was like, not, we purposely did not, promote it because it just was like this fun thing that Kari wanted to do but like the word of mouth spread that it was happening that it was like it was fully packed and so after we did that show which was all uh, supposed to only be the show one show that we (laughs) ever did the federal came up and they were like you guys have to do this again when we when will you come back and do this again and we were like well that wasn't really what we were planning on doing but maybe I don't know So then we do it again. We we're like, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Like this, this was fun. And because then all the people that were there were like, I have all these people that I would have, they would love this and whatever. So, so then the next show that we did that there was a guy out in, in the, um, the, the audience that was like trying to get to, to the back to talk to us. And, and people were like, didn't know who he was. And he was like, um, I just, I need to go back there because I've got a, like a, a video for you guys. Well, this was Slaughter's manager and he oh. had videoed, he was like FaceTiming them during what? the show. He's like, you've got to see this. These, these chicks are doing your music and it's awesome. And so then in like, we had a little break or something and he comes to the back. So he has like the guys of Slaughter on FaceTime and they're like, "You guys are doing it. and we're like, what is happening? like the wildest so this thing that was legit legit just supposed to be um like one night of us singing songs in front of our friends turned into this thing and then we did several more shows um and then yeah like slaughter saw the show like just just it it was it made us laugh so hard because it's like with any anyone who is like uh uh a, a creative th- there's always like stuff that you that you work on and that you do that you're like yeah this is gonna be this <laughs> is gonna be huge right like this is gonna be huge and then nothing ever happens like nothing yep. ever happens with it that the project dies or it just doesn't work or whatever this was legitimately the opposite of that. We never thought of it being anything more than like us singing in front of a few of our friends. And then it just like took on this life of its own. And that was when it was like, it's just, you know, it, it was one of those moments where it was like, man, when something works, you just can't fight it. Cause like we, yeah. we ride, you know, Kari and Mary are like, uh, like, I, I'm always like, oh, I'm I'm like the little stepchild. Like they're like legit <laughs> You know, and they're like legit stars with fans and stuff. And I, so, so we, we didn't promote it because it was just like, let's just do this for our friends. And, and then it just, it, it, it just blew up. It it blew up. And there was like, we couldn't do anything about it. Like there was no amount of us like not making a big deal out of it. That was gonna not make it a big deal. It just was, you know, it, yeah. it hurt, you know, um, and so it was uh it it it's sad because we like you know, COVID stopped it. Like two, sure. we had like a our final show was like two weeks or something before everything shut down before COVID. Mm-hmm. Um and then there were like all these plans to that we were we were maybe gonna go on this like um like this metal cruise and we were gonna like oh, sing sweet. that and there was like another there there was another um like festival with, with all these like hairband, you know, that we were like, it, so there was all this stuff that like, we were, you know, it, again, it was, it just made us laugh so much. Cause we were just like, we did not, this was not supposed to blow up. Like this wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that. And then, and then it did. And it was so fun. And like, you know, um, I, I just, uh, I love Cara and Mary so much and, 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 oh, that band was so good. Um, yeah. And then, and then it was like, uh, you know, we had to shut everything down for COVID. Um, And, and then it's like, we just haven't, um, uh, we, we haven't gotten, we haven't gotten back together to, to do anything with it since then. Um, but who knows if COVID hadn't happened,
0: who knows
1: wouldn't have been traveling around, uh, in a band. I don't know.
0: <laughs> right. Life's, life's open. You never know. You never I know. know.
1: Hey, we, we still don't know. We could still potentially, we still could, could do it. I, we could get back together and do another show. Uh, that's Ooh. not. That's definitely not off the table.
0: I love that. I I love <laughs> that. There, there. It kind of was like a, you know, an ethereal answer to pure creativity. I'm gonna do this thing because I just love it, and then the universe was like, "All right, me too." Yeah. There's something. There's something yeah. pure about that of just going for. You know that thing inside of you. They're like, I'm just going to do this thing for me because I like it, and then the right people find it. Like, what are the odds?
1: What are the odds? It's, that's <laughs> that's the that's the beauty of creativity, and I think that's why this. I I I think that's a huge reason why this um like it, it kind of blew up in the way that it did. Um, not you know, Corey's an amazing singer, Mary's an oh, yeah. amazing singer. The the band, as and, are you. I'll say it. Like and, oh, thank thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I was like, Oh, you guys, this is sweet. I, I, I sing harmonies and like, um, like tell people jokes when, when everyone needs a break in between songs. Like that's, <laughs> that's my, like, I know my place in the band. Uh, that's a service, but, but it is, it really is. Uh, there was one, yeah, there was one night, this was the best, um, that there was something that was ha- like, Something happened, like a a string popped or something from a guitar. I could be making that. Some something happened mid-show that was like we had to, uh, we had to like cover. uh, Like time, time needed to. uh, There we needed to stall a little bit. (laughs) We needed to stall. So Carly comes over to me and she's like, "I this thing just happened. Uh, We we can't do this next song yet. Like I I can you can you take this?" And I was like. Cari, I was born for these moments. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is why you have me in the band. This Pull is out why. Sunglasses from nowhere. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, this is this is the moment, man. This is, you know, anybody, uh, anybody can can sing harmony with you guys, but like, oh, these these are my these are my moments uh,
0: Stand that, back.
1: Yeah, yeah it, it was just that was so so cool like a really just a beautiful thing about creativity because like you said it it really was she just loves that band and she just wanted to do it because because of the love of it and and then you know and I think that is like what resonated with people because there was just so much love around the project that and it wasn't we weren't doing it for anybody else we weren't doing it for people to come and see it we weren't doing it to for it to turn into this big thing we were doing it because kari loves this band and we love her like yeah. that that was it that was like the 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 really beautiful intention behind it and and uh it was just so funny that we were like how many times have we tried to push a project through being like, this is <laughs> so good. It's going to be amazing and nothing happens. And then this one, we, we, we couldn't have bought it. turning into. <laughs> <something>. <laughs>
0: My God. See, you have these experiences that I feel like ideally will change you. Was there a Sarah before Lionel Richie saying to you oh. and the after? Oh, I need, I need to know what happened. Like molecularly.
1: Oh man, no, he was always that's that's the that's the beautiful thing about me and Lionel Richie is uh and another full circle cuz it was me and Andrew when we were like little kids oh. that we that we we loved it we were not uh I I feel like Lionel's had like a resurgence from from like American Idol and and Definitely. whatever there's a, you know, a lot of people that are, that weren't, you know, necessarily huge fans or didn't know a lot about him that are, are like fans now because he's, he's had this, uh, resurgence, but like, no, it was always pure and legit. We just like, as 12 year olds, he was like our favorite. We, we had like a, we had burnt this CD with all of like our favorite Lionel songs and we would like listen to those. Oh, like, um, I so, love that. so no, uh, uh, there was no before and after Lionel. It's <laughs> always been. It's always been. <laughs>
0: it was the accumulation of all of the Lionel led to that oh, moment. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yes. So you're we Sarah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We did go to, we, we, um uh Andrew and I have seen him uh, so many times in concert, but love uh, it. We did, we, we did go to Vegas um to, to see him and so we went to a concert one night uh like a saturday or something and and um and i was like okay uh i'm gonna go like we went you know it's vegas so so Mm -hmm. i was like something i don't know i was like blackjack or something look okay i'm gonna go play a blackjack game and if i if i win then we're going to spend that money and we're going to stay and we're going to see him tomorrow night too.
0: (laughs) I'm so into this right now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, so he was like, okay, deal. Um, so I, I, um, uh, I went and played, I won. We went, we went straight to the box office (laughs) and we're like, Hey, we just saw him tonight and we want to come back tomorrow. Um, what do you got? Uh, and (laughs) I, she uh, the the woman that was there she was like you're not gonna believe this but like there's I I literally have two tickets that just opened up that are like like on on the front row and I was like great here we go that's we're staying yeah so we stayed for a second night we we literally had just seen him we stayed saw him the next night too on the front row right at the stage he like held my hand and sang (laughs) during my love like it was the best uh so yeah I think that's that's maybe my before and after like Lionel has always been a part but I think like that uh, the before and after Lionel is like leading up to that moment where he like held my hand and sang uh oh because we were just like we'll never again we'll we'll never again see him like that like this was like the perfect concert so yeah uh, we've seen him since absolutely <laughs> like, <Sure>. but, it, <laughs> but it's not ne- but that's that that was the magical one and i i Whoa. love it was so stupid that i was like so <laughs> The most Vegas thing of like, we're gonna stay and go if I win this hand, and yeah, whatever, whatever I win, we'll spend on the tickets. Um, so it was, yeah, it was great.
0: Oh my god, it's like not only did you win, but then you won, you know.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we wow, I won.
0: What are the odds in Vegas hey, <laughs> at the time
1: to be, you know, and and Lionel was- Meant to be for
0: us. Ooh, for real. Something's moving in your favor. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So uh, having worked in so many different mediums now, because you've done VO, you've done commercial, you've done music, you've done all these things. Do you have like a dream left? you have like a dream gig that you're like, this is what I want?
1: Sports was my dream. Oh. <laughs> you got it. Hands down. I my uh A friend of mine and I were walking on the bike path in L.A., and she asked the same thing. We were like, well, what do you want to do now? And I was like, I, something sports. I was like, I want to, like, I, I want to go back to like my sports love and right. try to
0: close this loop.
1: <laughs> like, yeah. So, so sports, uh, for sure, which is like, so this Grizzlies, uh, emceeing is, is a dream come true. And, uh, I, I think the only other thing that, um, I, I really want is I, uh, I, I want to narrate um like a like a murder show like I want to
2: uh,
1: yeah, that's 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 the biggie. um and that that was funny. I told my agents that, and they were like, you know that like you know that 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 doesn't pay as much as like the other stuff that you do and I was like I I didn't ask that I I,
0: (laughs) did I stutter
1: I yeah I I don't I don't care if those episodes don't pay as much like I so I I would actually love to I'm a I I love mysteries I love um yeah I, I was gonna say I love crime but like I don't I don't love crime (laughs) world but i but i'm into like crime stories and mysteries and stuff like that and so i i think getting to like narrate one of those shows um i i would just uh it 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 would be dreamy because i i would be so interested in the material that um, i think that'd be a, a really cool um project so so i'm glad i'm getting to say this aloud here because when i announced that i wanted to you know do something with basketball or football, then like, Hey, that happens. So, uh, yeah. I'm ready for my murder show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my God, that's crazy. So then with, with this, this sort of hard work that you're doing, but also seems like there's some manifestation happening. Uh, do you have any advice for like up and coming actors now?
1: Yes, I do. Um, do live your life? Do the things that bring you joy that I I, uh, honestly like create the project, create the project that you want to be in like that, that's, that's it. And, and, and there's no, you know, um, there's, there's no way you can't control whether that project gets picked up and it's this massive hit, but the joy that you will get from creating that, um, will, absolutely fuel everything else that you do and, and it 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 makes you better like you know uh I I love I love that we talked about Sarah and Andrew and slot her yes. like because, <laughs> you know Sarah and Andrew was like the twenty twenties version of of what you know slot her which ended up being this huge thing Um, you know, like it's, it's really cool. Like I, I I think that waiting around for someone to pay you to, to do what you want to do is a waste of time and just create that that you want to do and, and do it however you can. Like if you can't, you know, rent a studio and you can't, you know, buy all this material, shoot it on your phone. Like, you know, like there's no, um, there's no substitute for creativity and like sitting around and having ideas um it is wonderful but there's nothing like actually like realizing one of those ideas and actually doing it you know yeah um so yeah i i think that's the um you'll hone your voice you'll hone your if if comedy something you're into you'll you'll get you know tighter on on what your comedic voice is um you'll 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 flop and you'll learn that like the world doesn't end when like something's not <laughs> um Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun. Like, especially if you're collaborating with one of your friends, then you're just having a really good time, but also like creating something that that lives on the internet forever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I have since added to my dream slash bucket list to try those Craven's buttermilk biscuits. Oh yeah, the
1: biscuits. Oh as dude. as a fellow
0: southerner, I know there's something about biscuits. It's in our DNA. They're just at food items specifically. It's like anywhere, everywhere.
1: I want a biscuit all the time. I oh, love I love biscuits so same. much. My God. I've I've gotten to where like because uh you know, um, I am not uh, a teenager any longer. With a,
0: <laughs> these things
1: cost now, yeah, yeah, they <laughs> cost. So I have gotten to where I am like, okay, uh, it's just I I can have a biscuit on the weekend. Like I look forward <laughs> to it. Like we're you know uh,
0: only four, <laughs> only four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, you got you got to do what brings you joy exactly
0: Um, exactly we're here for a good time not a long time sarah
1: (laughs) for real for real
0: (laughs) and just like that we've been talking for an hour and a half pal you survived
1: i can't believe it look at you Uh, no this was really fun (laughs) thank you for um asking me i i do have a weird thing like when you asked me at first i was like what i i you know i i i literally was like what do i have going on that's interesting (laughs) You. you know I well, th- thank you and and I appreciate that. You know what? I'm gonna make that is something that I'm I'm gonna give to people too of like, look at this, look at this. I had such a good time doing this. And literally when I looked at the email the first time, I was just like, I, I don't I, I don't have anything interesting to say. why why would I like <laughs> do this, you know? So, so do the thing. Do the do the thing, and, the and thing. whatever. Maybe it wasn't interesting. <laughs> and I was <laughs> to learn, but I still had fun doing it. So whatever.
0: The pleasure was all mine. Now, before uh, I release you back into the wild, I got to ask: Where can people find you online? Where can they find your stuff? Talk to me.
1: Oh, so not on social. I'm I'm not great on social media. It's a lot <laughs> of, of my cats. Same, um,
0: same. Hope uh, you like pugs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you're into cats and um and rescue animals. That right. thing, um, uh, I'm that so Cravens on um, so good on Instagram. Um, and I still I can't call it X. I, like uh, me neither. It's Twitter. Yeah, I just can't. It's Twitter. I um, yep. and- I'm, I'm very, 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 very not active on that. Cause it's like weird now, yeah. but you know, but, but yes, I, I, I do, I do have accounts on both of those places. <laughs> yes.
0: That works. They can, you're fi- You're findable. They can find I'm you. I'm
1: findable. Yeah, <laughs> totally.
0: I love it. And Hello, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Interesting Podcast. If you'd like to follow the show and stay up to date on new episodes, it's at Pod of Interest on Twitter and Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, I'm at Jedi Brian on all social media sites. You can also find me at brianbalance.com. There you'll find my demos, recent projects, and other stuff I'm up to. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it and tell your friends. A good rating or review always helps and is greatly appreciated. Let the people know we've got some cool stuff going on over here. As speaking of cool stuff, we now have merch. Just search The Interesting Podcast on TeePublic to pick you up some sweet gear. And if you'd like to support the show more directly and get early releases while you're at it, you now have that option over at patreon.com slash jedibrian. On that note, special thanks to Ben, Chris, Daryl, Daz, and Victor. Your support means so much to me and I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So until next time, be well.